0: Christians are supposed to clear the path so people can see Jesus. Today on Rooted Daily, we're looking at how John the Baptist did just that. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God I'm Brandon Levy, and last year, uh, my wife and I, we bought a house built in 1860 along the old National Road, and as we restored it, we learned about the history of the house and the town and and the highway, Uh, and we found out what's now a kitchen on the side of the house used to be a side porch, and several other houses along Main Street added side porches uh, about the same time as happened at our house when they were connected to the highway across the country. Uh, and there was a lot more traffic on the road all of a sudden, and with it came dust and noise and smell, uh, so it wasn't quite as pleasant to sit out on the front porch. Um, But eventually, when they wanted to make that road a highway, they followed the same path through main streets across the country. Why? Because the path was already smoothed and prepared. Before the interstates could go in, mountains were demolished and bridges were built, and the path had to be totally smooth and straightened. And we're going to read today from Mark's gospel. And as we do that, think of uh, John the Baptist kind of like a civil engineer in charge of that preparation, finding places that were already ready for highways and tearing down what was necessary to get ready for the interstates. Mark writes in Mark chapter 1 verse 2, As it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John came baptizing in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. And then all the land of Judea and those from Jerusalem went out to him and were all baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. So John's role was unique in all of history. First, his job was to prepare the way for the Messiah's coming. He fulfilled Isaiah's prophecy that a forerunner would come to prepare the way for the Messiah. In Isaiah 40 verse four, it says, "'Every valley shall be raised up. "'Every mountain and hill shall be made low. "'The crooked places shall be made straight. "'The rough places a plain.'" John's job was to prepare people for the Messiah's coming. And sometimes he followed paths that were already largely prepared. He had crowds of followers with open hearts. And other times it was like he was getting ready for an interstate. He was using explosives to blow holes and mountains. Like when he confronted Herod, that was an explosive scene. And it didn't seem like Herod was ready for that message. But to everyone, John came with the same message. Get ready for the road. Get ready for Jesus. If they repented of their sins and they centered their lives around God and his will and his word, the coming of the Messiah would be smooth. They'd be ready and primed for some extraordinary shifts in their former ways of thinking when the Messiah came. And we're supposed to do the same thing. We're supposed to clear the path for people to see Jesus. After all, there was someone who did that for you. There was someone who pointed the way for all of us. It may have been a parent or a good friend or a preacher or a loving Sunday school teacher, but someone helped us find and follow God. And now that we know the Lord, it's our job to carry the good news to others. That's the awesome thing about God's church and how it's structured. All of us who know Jesus should be pointing him out to others. And sometimes that just takes us recognizing where those paths of opportunities are, like main streets through town. They could put a highway there because it was already prepared for that road. Uh, And other times it means that I need to make an opportunity to tell someone about Jesus, like the interstates. You've got to build the path yourself. How do we do that? Well, the centerpiece of John's message was repentance, to make a U-turn and turn away from sin and towards God. Most people don't like to hear that. But the message of the Bible is that we're all sinners. And if we want to experience God's forgiveness, we must admit that we are sinners and turn towards God. The Bible is through and through a book about repentance, about change. Noah was a preacher of righteousness and he told the people, repent or you're going to drown. And they laughed and they died in their sins. Jonah went to the wicked city of Nineveh and he preached repent or God is going to destroy your city. And in that case, the people did repent and God spared them his wrath against sin. Repentance means that you are going in one direction, maybe all your life, and it's a direction away from God. But then you hear the good news. You turn around, you turn from your sin and you turn to Jesus as your remedy for sin. You know, there's a a town in a remote part of Canada, and for years, it was completely isolated, miles and miles away from civilization, no roads in and out. But eventually, they cut through the wilderness and they laid down one road. So now it only has one way in and one way out, and that's the road. If you go down it for the six to eight hours it takes to get into the town, there's only one way you can leave. You have to turn around. And that's how John saw life, and that's how God showed John to teach the people how life truly is. Each of us has traveled on that road at some point in our life, arriving at sin. And when we get there, there's only one way out. You have to turn around. Only God could build the road to get you out of there. You couldn't do it on your own, but now that the road is there to get out, you have to turn around. You have to use it. John was calling for an, a, a complete about-face what the Bible calls repentance. And without it, there's no way out of God's judgment. And you know, sometimes when you hear that call for repentance, you're open to it. You may not like it, but you understand that there's something in your life that just isn't right, something that needs to change. And John had his own disciples. He had crowds that followed him. And I imagine most of them fit into that category. Maybe they didn't like his call for repentance. It made them a little uncomfortable, but they knew something wasn't right and they were looking for change. But there are other occasions where John met people who weren't as open to that message. But to prepare the way for Jesus, he had to be willing to forcefully preach this in places where it was not welcome. And while his ministry is different than the gospel we now preach, he was preparing for Christ too, just like we're supposed to do. And now that we have the full gospel, there's a lot we can learn from John. John said, repent and be baptized. And then Peter, whose eyewitness account helped Mark write this, said the same thing on Pentecost. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. John prepared the way for Jesus by calling for repentance. And we are called to do the same exact thing today. So are you smoothing the way for others to see Jesus? Are you finding those open paths for highways and boldly clearing the way for interstates, for the gospel to flow into this world? There are differences between John's news and the good news we share today, but all of us could learn from his humility, from his determination, and from his boldness. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I cannot wait to sit down and open up God's word with you next time. Thank you for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and wanna make sure others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, let's talk today. Just send me a text to 317-207-2734.